Welcome to Just Another Podcast. Hey! I've been around the block a couple times before. I've seen everything, I've seen a little more. I've done everything anyone could ever do. I've had my share of towns, and I've had my ups too. I've seen all the ways to see. I've been all the ways to be. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Just Another Podcast. I'm Matt Lee with your ecstatic, hyped up, 3-in-1 loving Brownies fan, Steve Krivos. Sponsored by the Fly swatter o 3000. Got a pest or two, maybe two presidential candidates you want to swat away? Get the Fly swatter o 3000 today. We have entered week five of the fantasy season. Believe it or not, we're already a third of the way complete for our regular fantasy football season. Just another year league. How you feeling so far, Steve? You made a nice comeback and our brownies are looking great. Matt, I am feeling good. It feels good to be this far into the season. I had a rough start, but yeah, like you said, I, I hey, I'm feeling good. It was a two and two overall for myself last week. I am loving the Browns. It looks Really good. I'll talk about that more in a little bit. But yeah, I'm feeling really good. We have a tough test this week, Steve. We're facing a real defense. Indy looks tough. Yeah, it will be a tough test because obviously they can't score quite like the teams we've faced so far, but their defense is number one in just about every category in the book. So it will be an extremely tough test for us. But you know, hey, Matt, th- this is what it's about. You got to win these games when you're kind of up against the ropes. We'll see what happens. Yeah, this will be a huge test. Both teams are 3-1. and one, Started out with a loss, both on three-game win streaks. So we're really going to see who's going to win the battle between their defense and our offense. I think that's going to obviously be the key to the game. And I'm excited. I'm hyped up. I'm ready to go. 425 on Sunday can't come soon enough. So let's do it, though. Let's get straight to GBUs. Steve, what's your good for the week? I don't think we're going to be surprised here. Yeah, we won't be surprised. Big homer pick here, but I'm going to go with the Browns. But first of all, when is the last time we could even say that the Browns were 3-1 and one to start the year? I mean, this is this is fantastic. Oh, yeah, you got to love it. Do you even know the last year? I, I, I don't believe it was in our lifetime. That's, that's a long time. We're getting old. Yes, yes. So I know it's it's great, and I mean, man, three hundred and seven rushing yards. I mean, you you, wow, you talk awesome. about you talk about your number one running back, Nick Chubb, going down early, which is so unfortunate. I feel so bad. I mean, he's he's one of my favorite players in the league. Just oh, yeah. just a guy you just love, both from a worth work ethic and just the way he plays the game. I just love it. So you hate to see him go down, but he goes down after just six carries, and we still have 307 rushing yards. It's incredible. Miles Garrett has been an absolute stud. I mean – is this guy just going to get a strip sack every week, Matt? Ah, it seems like it. I wouldn't be surprised. Leading the league in sacks right now, so he is crushing it. And, and it's unbelievable. I mean, the fact that the guy goes and gets strip sacks like he does and, and is able to stay as focused as he does and get the ball himself is all. I mean, he is unbelievable. And And Matt, I'm sure you won't be surprised at this answer, right? Who is leading the AFC in points scored? 
Oh, boy. I mean, I don't know. Could it be the Browns? <laughs> Man, see? Easy. Everyone would have guessed that, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. But hey, I will take it. There's nothing. I, I saw a couple people be disappointed about the way the, the Cowboys came back, but nope, not me. I'll tell you what, the Cowboys are still an extremely good team. We knew they were talented coming into it. And this is the kind of game that in the past Browns teams would have lost. I'm going to take every bit of this win. I absolutely love it. I'll love three and one. Oh, I couldn't agree more. It's great. We're feeling good. So obviously it's going to be a good for our GBUs for you. It's a GBU good for me, but I'm going to pivot and do a little different one just because we have had so much Browns love. I got to, I got to do something a little fantasy related and it was a tough fantasy week for me. I struggled big time, but one positive is my boy, George Kittle grabbed him in the second round was a little upset when I saw him get hurt early in the season, went down week one with an injury. I was thinking maybe I should have drafted Deandre Hopkins I didn't get, give the guy enough credit. He's crushing it. Maybe Carson. I liked him as like a second tier, second tier guy, but man, is he back. And in a year of up and down tight ends, I'm excited to have him moving forward. Yeah, man, I agree. It's, it's a, it's a difficult year for tight ends. Cause you're having a lot of guys really explode week in and week out. You just have no idea who it's going to be. So the fact that you can kind of feel settled into one, I, I agree. That's a good, good, good for you. Absolutely. I mean, you you obviously knew that uh, Robert Tanyan, Noah Fant, and uh, Dalton Schultz would be three of your top six tight ends so far. Yeah. I mean, hey, I was high on Noah Fant, but boy, oh boy, the others, no idea. Right. So pretty excited about that. Uh, what's your uh, bad for the week, though, Steve? Ooh, hate talking about bads, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a little bit of a retirement, a fantasy retirement ceremony. So Ooh, I like it. Yeah, there's there's just some guys out there that you know have have been good. I have several of these. Well, actually, I have all three of these guys on various rosters for me, Ooh. and. It's rough, but wide receivers that have had great fantasy careers you could really rely on over the years, but they're dead to me. And and not dead to me in the sense of I'm really angry at them. I sh- probably should have seen this coming age and, and team script related, but didn't put, put some extra faith into these guys this year. Matt, they just don't have it. T.Y. Hilton, A.J. Green, Marvin Jones. I'm sorry. You're cut. You are dead to me. Sorry. I'll throw one more in there. Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. And, and that is true, but I, you know, and Larry, we probably could have done that a little bit last year, but, but that's so true. Larry's a little bit sad because he, he truly has kind of fit himself into the team role of, of doing what's best for his team. And he's kind of sticking around for that, but Ah, you're so, you're so right, Matt. Yep. So sad to see them go, but they had great careers. All those guys are really, well, Marvin Jones maybe only had one year, but all those guys had solid careers. Unfortunately for T.Y. Hilton, Andrew Luck retired. He hasn't had over 87 yards in a game since. So it's, uh, it's necessary and you know, we, we move on and we move forward. So go into my bed. It, it's got to follow up from you last week. I, I need to eat little uh little sand here um i 
made a bad decision in my predictions early in the season. Aaron Rodgers. I had seen him play not as well in the past two seasons. He's been struggling. Um, he's getting older. He's got a team that will not. They refuse to draft a first round. Uh, excuse me. Not even first round. Well, speaking of first round, he's only thrown two touchdowns in his entire career to a first round wide receiver tight end. I think it's Mercedes Lewis. Uh, and that's it. Devontae Adams, the second rounder. And that's all they got. This year, they didn't even draft a wide receiver tight end to help him up. Uh, help him out. Devontae Adams is banged up, yet he's crushing it. I mean, he's the, the Packers are 4 0. He's completing 70% of his passes, 300, over 300 yards a game passing, 13 touchdowns, and zero interceptions. I was very wrong. He is back and on a vengeance. Yeah, he's giving the middle finger to everybody in that front office. That's for sure. Oh yeah, and he. I mean, I love seeing it. I picked against him, but you gotta root for him. The Packers. Uh, you know, it's a great story. He's the number five Q, QB so far. So go, Aaron Rodgers. I'm rooting for you now. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Well, Matt. As I move into my ugly for the week, this one's a little bit of a, a bittersweet one for me. Uh, well, I guess it's, it's, I don't know, how about all bitter for me? Because my ugly for this week is the Dwayne Haskins benching. You know, I really wanted to see him do well. I really thought that, you know, the Terry McLaurin setup for him there was really cool. As a Buckeye fan, it would have been great to see, especially you know, you being down there, your hometown, it would have been so cool to just see those guys succeed together. I always thought oh, Dwayne yeah. was a great guy. I mean, especially as you look at him being close to his hometown down that way, yep. it, it just would have been a really cool story. I thought he was a very good player. He's got a, loads of talent, great arm. I mean, we know he can succeed, but, um, you know, hasn't done well. I mean, a lot of rumors swirling around that he, he, wasn't very into studying the playbook, which really irritated uh, the the coaching staff down there. I think a number of his coaching staff. So you kind of hate to hear that a little bit. Um, and yeah, not only is he benched, but he went all the way to number three. They, they've pretty much guaranteed that he's done there for the football team. So yeah, it's too bad because given the way his career's gone from at this point, it'll be hard to... Hard to see that he'll get another shot. So really too bad for Haskins. I couldn't agree more. Ron Rivera said, if we're trying, still trying to teach one guy and the other 52 aren't giving the opportunity to see if we can win, that's not fair. Um, he's promoting Kyle Allen to be their starting quarterback. Do you know how many turnovers he had last year, Steve, in 12 starts? Well, probably more than Baker Mayfield, which is not good. 23 turnovers in 12 starts in 2019. And the Panthers lost seven, lost his last seven games. I, I don't get it. It's sad. I agree. I'm with you. It's it's an ugly, but uh, maybe he'll be able to come back up. But being dropped below Alex Smith to third string is going to be uh, a, a a struggle. So definitely an ugly. My ugly is more running back injuries. I can't take it. You just spoke about Chubb being out six to eight weeks. I hate it. And my, my fantasy. One of my favorite fantasy guys, Austin Eckler. I was high him last year. Picked him in two leagues where I was able to use him as my keeper this year. Who knows how long he's going to be out. I struggled in wide receiver, picking my wide receivers this year in our league. I was really excited. CEH is solid so far. 
Uh, Kareem Hunt has crushed it as a, uh, a running back in our PPR league. Was really excited about him. And then we have Austin Eckler. The, the only plus side is that they thought it would be a serious injury at first. Now they're saying four to six. Chargers haven't even put him on IR yet. So which maybe- is pretty – which, Matt, is pretty incredible. I don't know if you saw the replay. I, I saw it on replay. I don't know how that's only four to six weeks. It, it looked oh, absolutely yeah. horrendous. It did. It looked awful. So um, I don't know. We'll see. I'm optimistic on uh, if he can come back. You see crazy injuries, and sometimes guys can come back in just a couple weeks. So I'll stay optimistic. But when you have him in three or six weeks, and it's tough. You got five of your top ten running backs. I know we have our top three wide receivers all banged up this year. So it's really hurting you in fantasy leagues if you have these guys on your team. Yep, absolutely. So speaking of ugly, uh, let's keep the ugly train rolling because how did we do in predictions last week, Steve? Oof, Matt, our guest picker was on and we laughed at him. We thought there's no way we could do as bad as him, correct? Oh, of course, my brother. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we just invited him on. He didn't do the research we had. We're professional podcasters. Certainly we could do better than that, correct? Definitely. And he was only three and three. Super mediocre. We had yeah. to have done better. Uh, yep. Yeah, no, but Matt, we did not. We were each two and four on the week. How is I that stay, even possible? You know, Matt, I'm I'm honestly not even sure. We're we're pretty mediocre at this whole thing. So, you know, for Wayne calling us professional podcasters and saying we should know what we're talking about, don't listen to us. It's it's not good <laughs> advice. But how are we doing overall? I, overall, I still remain three games back of you. I have ten wins, you have thirteen, but I'm looking to change that this week, Matt. Put a lot of effort into my picks. All right, well, I'm staying above 500 at 13-11, so at least I have that to hold on to with our prediction so far. But overall, pretty ugly. We're going to take a break. We need a rest. We're going to rev up the I, engines. I do have a question for you, though. Am I allowed to get an extra point for picking the matchup of the week correct? No, because I lost to my sister. That was enough of a heartbreaker getting yeah, beat by her. I'm at- I'm asking the wrong lead, I guess. <laughs> yeah, ask Allie. Maybe she'll have more sympathy for you. But yeah. We'll be right back with our awards and predictions, better predictions for this upcoming week. And welcome back. Hey, Steve, before we get into these awards, I got a fun one for you. We were just talking about how our defense was struggling, right? Yep. Well... I got some good trivia for you that I just dug up and had to throw in here before we move on further. You ready for it? Absolutely. Who this season has been the leading rusher against the Browns defense? What running Ooh. back? All right. Well, uh, clearly, as I look back, clearly the best running back we've played has been Zeke Elliott. So I'm going to say Zeke Elliott. You are correct. Now, within 10 yards, how many rushing yards did he have last week? I'm going to say 75. 54. The lead rusher against the Browns defense so far this year has been Ezekiel with only 54 yards. You got to love it. Go Miles. Oh, yeah. Great. Sheldon Richardson, too. Got to love the defensive line. 
They're yeah. crushing it. So I had to throw that in. Give the defense a little credit. Now let's get to the awards. Yeah, that's interesting. Thanks, man. Oh, of course, I knew you'd love it. All right, so let's start off with the awards here. Bench, please. All right, All right. Matt. Bench, please award. Who do we got? All right. Bench, please, our best bench of the year. I think this is the best bench we've had all year was John with 95 and a half points on his bench. Ooh, that's tough. Now the upside for him is his three best guys, Traquan Smith, 21.4 New Orleans, Latavius Murray, the backup to Kamara, 21.3. You're not playing those guys, but his backup tight end and the guy he would have been playing if the Kansas City game had been postponed or canceled, was Robert Tanyan. Three touchdowns, 33.8 points. Wow. COVID has not fallen in John's favor this year. Not so much, but that's all right. He's still got Kelsey. Yep. Okay. All right, in the end, it doesn't even matter. Struble, this one, Matt, is a tough one. So Struble had 152.99 points, which was second in the league. Unfortunately, second to his opponent as well. Solid week from top to bottom there. That's a, it's, it's just a brutal, you, you hate to see those weeks. Tough. Tough, tough week for Struble. Oh, um, yeah. Br- Brandon's team has been absolutely excellent this year with Airbnb. Lamar Jackson finally had a good week for Struble. And just, you know, it wasn't even one of those where he had a player blow up, Matt. I think he had solid weeks from Cooper Cup, Tyler Boyd, you know, Mike Davis. It, glad he spent a bunch of money there. You're obviously very happy. Chris Carson. He had a bunch of really solid plays from top to bottom. Unfortunate to lose that week. Definitely. I think I was the uh, previous highest award winner with a third place finish. So I feel for him second place. That's even higher than I got. So sorry, Struble, but solid week overall. And it shows promise for the future. Yep, for sure. Johnny Football, bust of the week. Busted. Johnny Football, bust of the week. We got to go with Valentech. He had 51 points under his projection. Our, oh, I don't know, what was he? Wide receiver one on the year? Uh, yep. Calvin Ridley was crushing it. So he was just going to go lights out, under the big lights, Monday Night Football, five targets, zero catches. Oof, Gallup down there in Dallas. You got to figure between CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup, somebody's going to flop each week. It was Gallup this week. Dak had a huge passing game. Yeah, I mean, 500 yards and Gallup got basically none of them. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, you got to. It hurts to see that, but he's got to be the boss of the week. I mean, he's only scored 83 points. I haven't seen a score that low in a while in our PPR league. It was probably me. <laughs> Poor Steve. Nah, but. <laughs> All right. All right, on to our next one. Michael Crabtree, surprise of the week. Wow. 
All right, Wayne. So I know that in your mind, you had already made yourself for a different award, but too bad you (laughs) are winning the Michael Crabtree Award, much to your surprise as as much as Michael Crabtree was a surprise of everyone else in the league. Uh, We're going to make you the Michael Crabtree Award this week. Robbie Anderson has been tremendous. And I mean, that's, it's great. I mean, he offered me a trade earlier this year with Michael Crab or with uh, Robbie Anderson involved. I'm regretting it. He's been very, very solid every single week. Um, A guy that, that is a wide receiver one this year. I think we looked up earlier. He's wide receiver nine. I mean, you have to feel really good about that. And anytime Will Fuller doesn't goose egg you, you also have to feel (laughs) really good. So Will Fuller had a great week last week. Good for him. He's getting the target certainly to get it done. So we'll see how long that continues. But yeah, Wayne, we're we're surprised. So good for you. Yep. I mean, John has been trash talking multiple times on this podcast, multiple times in our group chat. He is second overall, I believe, under projection. His team had a nice little flop of the week. Only 114.37 points. Wayne took advantage, got the W, upset. Uh, you know, all three of us picked against him. So it seems whenever we all pick against Wayne, he wins. So we'll see what happens with our project- projections this week. Yep, it'll be interesting. A.R. Smith, worst decision. <laughs> J.R. Smith, worst decision. So. There really wasn't too many bad decisions this week. There was nobody that would have turned the the tides of a win-loss. We can't say John because you're not starting Traquan or Latavius or Robert Tanyan. Maybe Traquan with the Michael Thomas injury, but with the wide receivers he had, you're just you're not starting him. He has some solid wide receivers. So we had to take it to our flop of the year, really. And with his defensive start uh, with Steven. He started the Dallas Cowboys against our Brownies, and they ended up with negative two points. He would have been better off not even starting a defense. Yeah, absolutely. You can't you can't pick against the Browns. Matt, I'm not sure if you're aware, but we have scored the most points in the AFC. The most points against in the AFC. I love it. Love hearing those words. Yep. All right. Just just checking. Upset of the week. Okay, and here's the award. Wayne thought he would week. Or Wayne thought he yeah, Wayne thought he would win. You know, he was being all clever, changing his name, thinking, oh, he was definitely winning this award. But sorry, Wayne, not doing it. We are giving this week's JR or Appalachian State Award to Jen. So Jen Congrats. This week, ousted John Valentic, and you know she did it in pretty good fashion. I mean, it was a it was a good week for her. Obviously, she had Odell, who had just a huge explosive week for her, thirty eight points, big week. It was really good for her to have Kenny Galladay back. So big week out of that week. I mean, hey, you always love it when you can get a win from a practically zero score from Dara Williams. So 
Not really sure. I mean, it's brutal to have to start that. And then she has Marvin Jones on her roster, who obviously earlier in this episode, we retired Marvin Jones from fantasy. So he's done. Uh, Not sure why you're playing Sammy Watkins outside of week one, Jen. But hey, really good. You were able to get huge weeks out of the guys you needed to. And good for you. Hey, Steve. App app State Award of the Week. Yep. Are we sending... Sammy Watkins to fantasy retirement? Uh, no, absolutely not, Matt, because week one next year, he will be damn ready to go. That's going to fire him up. Good point. Excuse me. <laughs> you're, you're 100% correct. Maybe uh, for the, just for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We, weeks 2 to six, 17 uh, every year, he's done. Uh, of course. So let's jump into our predictions for the week. First up, our winner of the matchup of the week. Congratulations, Allie. You took me down. You're our first matchup of week five playing Roby. What do you think, Steve? So, you know, this one's tough. I, I, My initial reaction here was to go Allie. I think she's got the better overall team. But what I think's really tough for Allie in this one is Although it appears the NFL's trying everything in their power to play that Buffalo Bills game with versus the Titans, the Titans are screwing the NFL. And thankfully, it's kept to only the Titans at this point, but the, the Titans are really screwing over the NFL. Yep. There's, there's talks of a potential forfeit of that game, so the Bills could win that game. But unfortunately, she does not get any fantasy points for a forfeit. So she's got Josh Allen in that game and Josh Allen's been huge for her. She's got Aaron Jones already on by. So unfortunately I, I love her team. I love the Darius Slayton matchup. We're going to talk a little bit more about that later, but I just think Allie's got a couple tough things going for her this week that she's going to have to make some roster moves and she will, but um, I'm going to pick Steven this week. All right. So I didn't pick against Allie last week. Obviously picked myself. Uh, Allie's having a good season. I picked her as my champion this year. So and when she's not playing me, I got to be Team Allie. Uh, Roby is struggling hard this year. I don't know that he rebounds this game. He's got Drake, which who knows how he's doing. He's yeah, already man, got- it's the Jets. He has to do well. Yeah, that's what you said to me about T.Y. Hilton. He'll recover last week. He's going to rebound. Yeah, I retired that guy. Yeah, well, maybe we'll retire Drake next week. We'll see. (laughs) I'm going Allie, though. Okay. All right, good pick. All right, next matchup, we got Wayne versus Matt and Jacob. Matt, what do you think? All right, so we got Armonte Edwards Jr., Wayne's new team name. Let's see if he changes his team name again next week since he did not win the Appalachian State Award. But uh, I like John and Jacob's team. Um, You know, Wayne's got a stellar team, but that Robert Woods that they traded for you and Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders playing Pittsburgh. You know, they could get some PPR right there with receptions. Devontae Parker's been hot. Tom Brady's playing right now. Mike Evans is going. You got Godwin out, so Evans is number one. Duke Johnson has been solid. Darren Waller. I like John and Matt here. Or excuse me, Jacob and Matt here. Yeah, all right. So I'm going to have to disagree with you a little bit. I Hey, I like Miles Sanders. Wayne. 
It was it was tough for me to let go of Miles Sanders. Robert Woods, I think you are correct. He's got a great matchup and got a big chance to be good. Miles Sanders, I'm going to have to disagree with you. He's got Pittsburgh, who Pittsburgh has allowed just 2.7 yards a carry to the running back this year, which is just absurd. So, and I, I look over at Wayne's team, Deshaun Watson. Hey, we know he hasn't had a great year, but I look against Jacksonville. I think he's ready to explode. We already talked about Robbie Anderson, how good he's been this year. Will Fuller, again, the guy can stay healthy. He can catch passes. Feel really good about that. Mark Ingram's finally got himself a very plus matchup against Cincinnati. Feel really good about that. You know, I just look at Wayne's team. He's got Tyreek Hill. I feel really good about it. Um, Wayne, week in and week out, continues to start Julian Edelman. I'm never quite sure why. But overall, everything that I see from Wayne's team, I'm going to go Wayne this week. Wayne, he's back on the Wayne train, everybody. All right, next up we got Christine and John Belentech. So, Steve, you kind of gave a beating to your wife there for her birthday last week. Uh, did you apologize to her for that? Well, uh, no, Matt, I didn't. I didn't. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, she's she's great. We We had a great time out at dinner. The boys and I made her brownies for her birthday it was a great birthday but no i'm sorry i just was not going to apologize for winning a game in fantasy football i you know very much apologize about that but it's not going to happen for me all right well she's got mahomes who's obviously crushing right now he's on fire you got jerry judy remember that denver versus new england game has been moved to monday night so you got jerry judy there she's got rex burkhead on the other side of that i don't know if i love him with a uh, couple guys getting back there. Damian Harris is back. James White's been back now. So I don't know if I love that play. She might have to find another uh, running back. She's got James White on the bench. I might actually start him over Burkhead. But uh, she's also got James Robinson, who's got been the surprise of the season. And Keenan Allen's been fire for PPR. I like people on uh, John Valentech's side, but I think that Christine pulls it off this week. Yeah, so... Which is interesting because on your sheet here, you wrote John Valentich. So, um, you know, that's interesting, but that's okay. Um, I am going to pick Christine as well this week, which I know is not my norm in this league. But for a lot of the reasons you said as well, she had asked me earlier tonight, just before this game was about to start, she said, hey, Leonard Fournette is active. Should I start him? I said, no way. Uh, it would appear through one half of the game so far that I was right. But yeah, I agree. Patrick Mahomes against the Raiders going to have a big week. I really like Jerry Judy. We we're going to most likely have Stefan Gilmore out. Uh, he's causing problems to the league as well. So he's most likely going to be out. So I like Jerry Judy this week. James Robinson's been really good. So, yeah, I agree. She's got some weak spot. But, you know, Keenan Allen's another guy that I, I really like this week. I You know, he's been seeing a lot of targets. He's been he's had a really good last couple of weeks. I, I, I see him with another big, big week this week. So I'm going to go Christine as well. And, Matt, I guess I'm a little unclear. We're going to have to fix your sheet on who you're picking. 
No, I, I got to go with my sheet of integrity. I, I just got felt bad for Christine for you beating her so bad last week that I had the sympathy in my mind and I picked her, but I have to stay with John Valentech. I, I know why I picked him because I think really he's going to have a big rebound. DK Metcalf looks on, looks like he's on fire. Jonathan Taylor against the Browns. We'll see what happens there, but Connor is still healthy in Pittsburgh. I have to stick with my sheet picks here. I'm going John Valentech. It's already locked yeah. in, so I can't sure. change it now. Yeah, Ridley rebound sounds good. I I would agree. All right, all right. I I can't read paper, so I I just felt bad. Hopefully, good luck, Christine, this week. But I'm picking against her. All right, Matt. So now we we have you against Jen. Uh, so you have a chance to to kind of decide your fate here. Last week you were unsuccessful, as you mentioned, in picking yourself. But what do you think here against Jen this week? All right. So Jen is in fourth place. She's three and one but only has 471 points. I'm fifth right behind her, but I'm two and two, but I have a hundred more points four or 571. I think Jen has been the benefactor of some wins where the other team hasn't done so well so far. It's gotten her in three and one position, but I like my odds this week. I think Russell Wilson's going to cook on Sunday night football. CEH loving him. Kareem Hunt without, uh, Chubb, of course, we're sad, but I love that. Kittle's going against Miami. He could get another 40 this week. I'm picking myself to, with the W. Yeah, and Matt, I'm going to have to agree here. As much as I love Odell Beckham, I think he's found himself uh, you know, some, some spice here, and I think he's ready to go. As much as I love that for Jen, and as much as I love Kyler Murray against the Jets, you know, the rest of her team is pretty underwhelming here. I, unfortunately for Jen, and this is, you know, this is just tough. This is just fantasy football, one of those things you deal with. But I think she's going to deal with another week of no Derrick Henry for Tennessee. I don't think they're going to have a game. I mean, I hope they do, but I don't. We already talked about how Sammy Watkins, this isn't week one, so she, he shouldn't be on her roster. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just one of those things. Tyler Higby, hey, he may have a good week, but there's a very good chance Tyler Higby gets zero to you have no idea. Um, and the fact that she's starting two tight ends, it just, you know, just doesn't bode well for an overall fantasy roster. A lot of the guys that did well for her last week on um, by don't like to see that, but yeah, I'm going to have to go you as well, Matt. Great. I love it. Just as a reminder, the bills and Titans, like Steve said, has been pushed till Tuesday could be canceled with the Titans having more positive cases. I was really looking forward to that game too. The Bills 4-0 and the Titans 3-0. So hopefully they can have the game, but it doesn't look likely at this point. So if she doesn't have Henry, she's in trouble. Yep, agree. Uh, all right, going to our next matchup, Struble versus Steve. I just picked my matchup first. You're picking yours. Yeah, so um, I, you know, I said earlier on I'm done picking myself. Um, and this week I'm going to agree with that as well. So I, I had a great week last week, was very happy with my performance, but you know, Struble, we talked about it. He was the second place team as far as points go in the league. His team is looking really strong, really good. He's got Lamar Jackson against Cincinnati. He's got Cooper Cup against Washington. And Ronald Jones here tonight as we sit here watching already, having a really strong outing already. So Mike Davis against Atlanta. I, you know, he's, he's got a really strong team and Matt, if, if Michael Thomas comes back, which it really appears at this point that he is, that's not good for me. 
And I'm going to go ahead and pick Struble in this matchup because he's already off to a good start. And I just think he's, you know, there's there's not a whole lot I'm going to be able to do if, if he does what he did last week. Once again, you pick against yourself. This is the third week in a row, the first two weeks in a row. I've picked you. I've been right. You've been wrong. Keep picking against yourself. I'm picking you this week. Michael Thomas could play Monday night, but if he doesn't, Struble doesn't really have a backup plan. And I think you have a solid team this week. Ben Roethlisberger going against those Eagles. The NFC's leading Eagles, but they're still struggling a bit so far. Shark looked very healthy last week coming off an injury. You took my boy Justin Jefferson. I dropped him. You picked him up. He's looking good on Monday Night Football against the Seahawks. Could be a high score there. Love Zeke. Dalton Schultz has been great. And I think Landry finally gets his first receiving touchdown because he has one passing touchdown so far this year, but no receiving touchdowns because that makes sense. <laughs> That's true. That's true. All right. Hey, go Browns. I won't deny that. Of course. So we've come time to matchup of the week. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. So, Matt, who is our matchup of the week this week? We have a good matchup this week. We have Airbnb Brandon versus John. So we got a great matchup happening this week with the number one and number two teams in the league. Uh, yeah, true, true. So, Matt, I I got to tell you, I, Matt, John has gotten a little bit in here more than I would like to see. But again, it's true. we did... We did receive a call, so why don't we check in with John? All right. Hey, guys. The fantasy football team might have had a little stumble last week against Wayne, but when I told the guys our matchup of the week again, they're pumped and ready to get back on track. It's adorable that my opponent needs two managers, but guess what, air bitch and bitch? The honeymoon is about to end. I've got the number one running back, number one tight end, and would have had the number one kicker if that were still a thing. Get ready to get smacked so hard, you're going to need to book an actual Airbnb so you can hide in shame. Oh, dang, he better back it up this week. Wow. I mean, John coming out with fire. I don't know, Matt. What do you think about John's comments there? Uh, I mean, those are some bold comments. So I think he needs a big W this week, and um, I don't know if he's going to do it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But I don't know. Hey, why don't we check in? You know, we also had Brandon call in. So why don't we check in with Brandon as well? All right. Number one versus number two this weekend. And John, when I look at your team, first off, what I notice is that you have the most generic fantasy football team I've ever seen. The fantasy football team. Come on, you can be a little more creative than that. But when I look at your team, there's only one thing I know for certain that after this weekend, Team Airbnb is still going to be number one. Oh, and John, I almost forgot. At the end of the season, I'm going to need to borrow some of your wax so I can wax up my championship trophy nice and shiny, just like how you wax your bald head. Oh, I love it. Oh, wow. wow. All right. This may be a, the most feisty one-two matchup we've ever had, Matt. What do you think about that? I love it. I'm excited for it. I think this is going to be a great matchup. We got it pretty even already pre-game pre here. We got a 56% chance for John. But you got the Dak Prescott going for Airbnb with the uh, CD Lamb combo. Let's see if they can keep it hot this week. 
DeAndre Hopkins going against the Jets. Just mark them in for 30 points there. Uh, Dalvin Cook going against the Seahawks. They got a good run D, but he's a beast. He'll he'll get his. Mark Andrews. I mean, I'm going to pick. I know John's got Kamara and Kelsey and uh, our boy Scary Terry, but I'm going Brandon. He scored 75 points more than anybody other any other team this year, and I think he keeps the undefeated streak going so far. Yeah, the only thing that has me a little bit nervous with Brandon is the Stefan Diggs. Right now it appears that game's not going to happen. Seriously, screw the Titans. Very angry about that whole situation. But Brandon doesn't have a great backup plan for that. But other than that, I look at his roster and he feels really, really good. Really, really strong. Like Dax matchup this week. Um, you know, John's got Terry McLaurin. We love Terry McLaurin on this show. He's been great, but, um, I'm not so sure with Kyle Allen. I think Kyle Allen is not great. And I think he's the check down machine. That may not be real great for Terry McLaurin. He's a downfield guy. He likes passers who are going to stretch the field. So, you know, I don't know. And, and Hollywood Brown for John as well. He's not been very good. Um, I know he's got a good matchup against Cincinnati, but he's had several good matchups this year and just just really hasn't got it done. So, yeah, I feel good about C.D. Lamb. I, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying about that matchup, but it seems like Dak's going to him more and more, and each week he seems like he's trusting him more and more with more complex throws. So, yeah, I'm going Brandon, too, in this one. And uh, I don't know. John, you'll have to let us know what you think about letting Brandon have some of that wax. <laughs> he sure will so those are our picks for this week hopefully we do a little better this week we'll see but we'll be right back with the degenerates favorite segment of the show DraftKings. all right matt welcome back thank you for all of our degenerates i know there's at least a few people that don't stay for this segment. So thanks for the degenerates that stay with us for our DraftKings segment. Matt, we won last week. Woohoo! Yep, I will take it. So we probably got to start taking some shots, playing some tournaments. You know how that goes. You get the winning itch, and we probably should start taking some shots. But this lineup is, again, focused on a double up, so a cash-type base lineup. Uh, why don't you, why don't you get us started, Matt? Why don't you get us started with our lineup? All right, let's jump right into it. We did well last week with a value quarterback and we're going to do the same thing this week. We're going to go with a guy who's playing the Atlanta Falcons. We like to beat up on some of the teams with a poor secondary. We're going to go with Teddy Bridgewater, $5,900. Uh, Teddy's had a few rough starts this year, but last week against Arizona had a great start, 276 passing yards, two touchdowns. Had a pick. That's all right. 32 rushing yards and added a rushing touchdown as well. So we think he's going to re- repeat that performance. Give us some great value for that $5,900 mark. And we're starting off with a great value quarterback in our uh, QB slot. So what do we got for running back, Steve? Yep. Hope so. All right. So running back number one is Clyde Edwards Hilaire. So they're playing the Raiders. They're at home. You know, I feel really good about this matchup. Clyde Edwards-Alaire has not been very flashy this season as much as I maybe hoped he would have been. Um, But, you know, he's getting the volume. He's getting volume both in the rushing game and in the passing game. It's just not necessarily meant huge things. But he's had 
an incredible baseline. He's been, his, his floor is very high. So you feel really good about him. I think against the Raiders, it's a great matchup. I think this could be a big breakout week for CEH. So feel really good about that. Uh, then we went a low price back. Uh, Antonio Gibson at only 5000 Yeah, my boy, Antonio Gibson at only $5,000. Felt really good about him. They're, they're playing the Rams. Uh, so not necessarily the greatest to match up, but at $5,000, you know, Kyle Allen's now in at quarterback there. I think Kyle Allen's going to look to target him more and more. Um, you know, and, and I just could see, I mean, he had a very tough matchup last week and did extremely well against the Ravens. So yeah, I feel good about Gibson at only 5,000 this week. So Matt, why don't you tell us who our wide receivers are? All right, so we're going to start off with a stack. We're going to take a guy that Steve wishes he would have traded for but didn't, so obviously if he's not on Steve's team, it means he's a good player. He's going to have a solid week, right, Steve? That's right. So we're going to go with our stack of Robbie Anderson. He's also $5,900 like Teddy Bridgewater. So far this year, he's been super consistent with games of 25, 17, 10, and 17.9. So he's been really consistent so far. Only one touchdown on the year, but – they're playing the Falcons, so we feel promising that he can get another touchdown, get some catches, some receptions, so we really like him this week. Next up, we're going big. Our best player on the uh, the, the lineup that we have here is our boy, DeAndre Hopkins. Nuck is killing it so far this year. He's playing the Jets. That's all you need to say. That's it. That's, just, that's the line. He's going to crush it this week. So we feel really good about him being a high-priced guy, but also giving us a good return of that $7,900. And finally... Another value play that we're going for is those New York football giants. Uh, they're struggling a bit so far, but uh, Darius Layton is only $4,800. They're playing the Cowboys, who the Browns just uh, threw numbers all over. They're one of the teams that has given up the most yards, most receptions per team. So we could see a nice bounce back for Darius Slayton. Maybe if he doesn't give us a nice uh, – come back this week we throw him we consider him for uh fantasy retirement or maybe a week one stud that doesn't perform but we think he's gonna have a nice bounce back this week against dallas for that 4800 mark yeah i hope so all right matt at tight end we're gonna go moelle cox it's he's a bit of a low price for us at 4200 dollars but also the Browns, unfortunately, have, you know, we know we Ugh. are very weak at linebacker, very, very weak at yep. linebacker. And the Browns have, are dead last in the league as far as fantasy points given up to tight end. So, good. you know, we faced a couple good ones. I mean, Mark Andrews week one certainly played a big role in that. And we certainly know he's good. But beyond that, it's not like the tight ends have been very great. Dalton Schultz. Yeah, and just it just we're bleeding points. So hate hate to see it and hate to pick against the Browns, but feel like this is a good spot to do it. Moelle Cox, he's huge. But we're gonna come back and I'm gonna say some good things about the Browns here because I'm gonna go ahead and pick Kareem Hunt, sixty five hundred dollars in our flex. You know, love it. I think the opportunity for him to have some catches here, I think we're gonna be able to get creative. Giving Dearness Johnson some of the more traditional type carries, I think, is going to open up the game and allow Kareem Hunt to be more involved in the passing game. So I think that's exciting for him, especially on DraftKings here. Um, and then we're going to finish it up with the Browns defense. 
Um, it was a very cheap option for us at only $2,700. It allowed us to kind of spend more up on some of these players. Uh, but, you know, hey, the the, Brown, the Browns defense, it, 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 I don't expect this to be a very high-scoring game. And we've caused some turnovers. I expect us to continue to do it. I expect Miles Garrett to get another sack in this game. So, yeah, the Browns defense should be solid enough for us at $2,700. So, Matt, what do you think about our final roster? All right, I like the lineup this week. Hopefully we can cash again, win some more money. We're going to post a GPP lineup on the uh, Twitter as well for you. We got some really exciting Just Another Year fantasy matchups this week with two top five matchups. Uh, we got the Browns in a big 425 p.m. matchup with those 3-1 Phillip Rivers-like Colts. We're pumped, rooting for another big W for our dog pound. They're doubling the capacity this week, letting 12,000 fans in the stands this week. Side note, crazy COVID-proof Florida is supposedly allowing the Dolphins to have full capacity by the governor. Luckily, they're not allowing that yet, but um, hopefully that doesn't happen. Oh, Matt, that will be... That's going to be brutal. Not sure I agree with that decision. Me neither, but I digress. Uh, Good luck to everyone this week. Hope you have a great Columbus, excuse me, Indigenous People Day on Monday. Hope you have off. We are looking forward to potentially, hopefully, we want to have the first Tuesday night game in a decade since the Vikings and Eagle, Joe Webb, the legend, beat the Michael Vick-led Eagles. I was actually at that game December 28, 2010. So we're hoping for our first Tuesday night game in a decade, finally this week. Thanks for listening, as always, and have a great weekend. All right. Thanks, guys. Go Browns. Go Brownies. Woof, woof. Hey. I've been around the block a couple times before. I've seen everything. I've seen a little more. I've done everything anyone could ever do. I've had my share of towns, but I've had my off too. I've seen all there is to see. I've been all there is to be. I've lost all sad, but I can't.